Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. First of all, you're listening to Bandwagons. that neither of us could do that justice so yeah we had to give it over to our good self welcome back welcome back yeah how are, how are you i'm very tired today how tell tell <laughs> people how many hours you slept for no go on um 12 plus i'll check the fitbit uh, i think it was 13 and a half 13 hours and 25 minutes I, that's not because you had said 14 i feel like 14 is not great but like 13 and a half i'd be like yeah all right that's fine that's, oh, i just but like i shouldn't be this tired i feel like what did i say to you in the car I've been like you uh, said. You've been emotionally hit by a train, not fi- <laughs> not physically, um, not mentally, but emotionally hit by a train. Yeah, I just think the hangovers are just getting longer and longer the older yeah, I get. For sure, for Can't sure. Back anymore. Um, I'm fine. I just had a nature rally where it was nice, not spawn. Um, yeah, class. Yeah. Do you want to address the karaoke rumors? No. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I'd like to put to bed some things that maybe maybe we went live on Saturday night and maybe we, <laughs> maybe did. we didn't. And may, maybe we didn't. Maybe we, maybe, we, maybe we sang Mika's Love Today, followed by Chad Kroger, Hero, followed by WAP, by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Until but I, phone died. I couldn't possibly um, confirm or deny that, to be honest. And if you saw it, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you did not. No one can prove it. Um, yeah, we had, we had a good weekend. Um, we had I had dressable. We had dressable. Dressable, yeah. It was good crack. I would highly recommend it if you're looking for something to fill the gap. Now that it's the EP weekend this weekend, yeah, or what would have been. Um, Absolutely, dress yeah. up as if you're going and stay at home. Do it, yeah. I'm kind of glad I didn't go last year because I wouldn't have been able to deal with the my all my I friends. Go are, last year, all my friends are dealing with the like the FOMO of the Insta memories now, and I'm like, thank God, yeah, wouldn't be for me because I don't think I could deal with that now. Anyway. Today we are talking about um, Mrs. Uh, Cardigan Backyardigan herself, Mrs. Uh, Bacardi, Mrs. Bacardi, <laughs> Cardi B. Do you know what her real name is? I could. I saw. Will I, I try and pronounce it, it? But I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Belcalis Marlenis Almanzar. 
which is I would imagine I got the second two parts right I don't think that first part is right Belcalis I don't know Cardi B rapper um, artist extraordinaire phenomenon um, meme pop culture comedian yeah she's a lot of things to a lot of people it's been a lot of plates mom wife wife friend of the podcast um, <laughs> and we just figured obviously with the release of WAP and whatever and her second album I would imagine is coming imminently so now's the time to talk about her yep. do you remember your first encounter with uh, Miss B um, not particularly I think it was probably I was looking at the al- her album earlier and the singles off it and I think like I like it was the fourth single to be released off it and I don't think I had heard any of the other three I was so I was following this like so like Closely. ferociously. Yeah, yeah. I loved Bodak Yellow. I think I reviewed what is Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow was like one like a kind of a promo single that she released for Sing a bit of it. Um said little bitch, you can't fuck <laughs> with me if you want oh, to. These that expensive, these is okay. red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Okay, never mind. I knew all of it once upon a time. if you were to ask me now, I don't think I would be able to do all of it. But um yeah, I was very, very excited. I I'm fairly sure I'm fairly confident that I reviewed the album for that Golden was four Black. years ago. Yeah, which is oh, that's insane to think about now. Like Cardi B, Golden Black, because it it really just feels like she hasn't been around that long at all. It wasn't four years ago. She only released it in 2018. I like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? I was think I was on drugs. Um, what did she do four years ago then? Lots of things. Lots of things. Do you want me to, is, is, was that where you were trying to lead me into it? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just remember Bodak Yellow being a big thing among my group of friends at home in terms of being like a song and this kind of like sleeper hit. And I remember just being online here and kind of things said about her and I'd listened to her second mixtape. I listened to some stuff off that and I didn't really like it. It's very, but I do find that with mixtapes anyway, it's very like rough and ready and it just wasn't, I listened to Lick and I just didn't think it was good. What makes a mixtape not an album? Um, I'm fairly sure you don't need a label backing, but it's also usually like kind of to build up buzz for an upcoming album. Like or to create awareness for an artist. Caught. Kind like an extended of. Play, like an extended extended Yeah, play. like a, like a really mixtapes tend to be way longer as well. And they're kind of like, they're not as like planned. Do you know, they're usually like surprise dropped. Like Drake's done about 800 of them now at this point. Oh, yeah? And like loads of other artists have done them. Um, mixtapes may have songs from several different artists, where, whereas an album belongs to a particular artist or group. So you know, like okay. Drake did. Well, now Drake. And the Hamilton mixtape was all different artists. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you Something, now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to put it in terms of Hamilton for me. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, lost me. But I remember I didn't really like it then and then Bodak Yellow came out and I was like this is extremely exciting. I just found her very exciting, very funny, very fresh, very contemporary. I thought the way she like delivered everything because I kind of had a Nicki Minaj phase and then like came out of my Nicki Minaj was phase. Was it super bass? No, I really didn't know her. Everyone for... had a Nicki Minaj phase. No, Pink Friday. I Pink Friday, Roman the French, I know a lot of oh, hands yeah. off. That was... I have that days. album. Yeah, I it was good. Um, but I could, I kind of fell off the wagon with that. <laughs> and I, I just wasn't, I didn't find what she was doing as interesting and she didn't find it as good. And she was kind of problematic and stuff that she was doing as well. So I was like, oh, I don't really care. And then Cardi came along. And it was just very, I love that kind of very aggressive flow. And she's just very unapologetically like herself. 
and I just kind of liked her story and how like honest she was. Yeah. What is her story? I'll tell you right now. I have it here. Um, Cardi B is a rapper. She was born in the Bronx to a Dominican father and a Trinidadian slash Spanish mother. Um, She worked as a stripper for five years and rose to fame as a social media personality. Because this is the thing. She kind of actually, as much as she is such a meme now, she was a meme at the start. Because like she had this like massive Facebook following and a huge following on Instagram and Vine for putting up these kind of... Do you know, she was like the fucking rap equivalent of, I don't know, Key and Toomey or something, putting up those skits. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. those really kind of... God, what a high phrase. <laughs> comedy that would just would not translate in real life. Do you know what I mean? And kind of stuff like that. Um, and then she was... But she was always mad about music and was trying to get into music. Didn't really have any prior experience because she was just stripping, was mad about making money, really kind of ambitious about just making that coin. Um, and then she joined the main cast of... Love and Hip Hop New York in season six. What is that? Which is in a reality show? Yeah. Like Real Housewives are one of them. But they're all in hip hop. Kind of, yeah. But they're all married to hip hop people. Um, so it's it documents the personal and professional lives of several hip hop and R&B musicians, performers, managers, record producers um, in different areas of the States. New York is the main one, but now I think it, that's just like, that's just love and hip hop now. And then the rest of them are like Miami, Atlanta, whatever. Um, that premiered in 2011. Uh, and it's but it basically as you said it's a reality show where kind of people make music and it follows kind of the background lives but it's ne- it's not really about the music at all obviously with the way it is it's like a soap opera it's and the drama yeah it's the drama um, and she joined in season six and at this point she already had like millions of followers across like she had over a million on Twitter and probably the same elsewhere oh I cannot see my contacts are moving around in my eyes Um <laughs> You need to see someone about that. I, I really do. I don't know what is happening. Um, at this point, she was kind of known more for her personality. She'd stopped stripping and was just really, really looking to like, she was making huge money off club appearances just by like turning up and being her and not even really doing music. And VH1, who are the network that air love and hip hop, um, wanted to kind of portray her as this kind of silly, exotic dancer. And because she was kind of mad sleeping. Was she a rapper when she was on that or was she still a dancer? No, she'd stopped dancing and she was trying, this was her trying to like Break make in. the hustle. But like she wa- already had, she didn't really need the show. She already had this huge platform. But I think she kind of did it like cleverly to get in there and also have that as like another platform yeah. and probably in some ways to be seen as more legitimate in the music industry. Um, but she said about, she did an interview with Fader after and she said, this was in, tw- uh, in 2016 after she'd left. And she said, yo, it's so crazy. Like them mother effers, the producers, really doubted me. It's like, why would y'all doubt me? Like I have 700,000 bajillion followers. I'm telling them like, yo, I have a brand. I'm not even an artist and I fill out clubs. 3,000, whatever the crap. I fill them shits out. But they didn't care about that. They just wanted to make me look as the stripper, a struggling stripper. And on the show, she had a couple of casual flings with, again, I don't watch it, but if you know, you know, um, she was with DJ Self, which led to like a massive like physical fight with his girlfriend, Yorma. Um, And there was kind of, there was this whole narrative of her and Self constantly fighting because he wouldn't take her rap career seriously. Um, And then it started to take off in season seven because she released, she had two mixtapes. It was Gangster Bitch Music Volume 1 and Gangster Bitch Music Volume 2. And that was around the release of the second one. Um, and it generated a lot of hype. Not necessarily here, but in Amer- in the States and wherever else. 
Um, and uh, she got into a relationship with a guy called Swift Star. He's a producer. He's also in the show. That turned sexual. That also leaded to a fight because he also had a girlfriend called Asia. The girlfriends didn't really matter to her. She was like, mm, did her bits. Um, yeah, so her first mixtape came out in 2016, I think, just before. That's what she did four years ago. Just before, yeah, exactly. Just before she joined the show or just after. And then, as I said, she released the second one. Um, and then on December 30th, 2016, she announced she was leaving the show to focus on her rap career. And here we are. And here we are. Here we are. When did Bo- when was Bodak Yellow out? 2017? Yeah, it's definitely like two, three years ago. Bodak Yellow was... That was a tune. A moment. I can't believe I never knew the name of it. I think it came out in 20, 2017, but I think people put it down as 2018 because it came out on... Um, it was obviously on Invasion of Privacy, but it was her major label debut, um, written and recorded by her and produced by Jay White Did It and Laquan Green. Um, with additional songwriting by Clenard Raphael and Jordan Thorpe. Um, it actually samples, do you know, um, Kodak Yellow, he, or Kodak Black, sorry, <laughs> Kodak Yellow. Kodak Black has a song called No Flocking and it like is influenced and there's an in- interpolation from that as well. Um, what does Bodak Yellow mean? I don't know. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. Um, I'm sure it's some, obviously... Why? Da, 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 is da. it true that her name comes from Bacardi? Or did I make that up? No, we looked it up yesterday and that is true. Okay. Um, Bodak Yellow topped the US Billboard Hot 100 chart for three consecutive weeks, making Cardi B the second female rapper to reach a number one with a solo song following Lauren Hill's... Uh, a song? Yeah. Oh, don't know. Girls, you know you better yeah, watch out. Oh, don't, I'm having an off day. Girl, girls are only about... Don't know. Uh, doo-wop in brackets I was that never thing. ever going to guess that that thing that thing that. anyway um, she shot the music video in, Duva- in Dubai um, certified n- non-pull 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 platinum are you okay <laughs> multiple times platinum I don't know um, the Washington Post and Pitchfork Music Critics got, uh, called it uh, the best song of 2017 um, uh, cited by many publications as one of the songs that defined the 2010s decade I would 100% agree it was nominated for loads of other awards um, Jay White did it did the beat and Complex Writers called the song a great extraordinary catchy record the hook the beat her lyrics it all works Cardi sounds so sure of herself it's difficult not to believe and rap, rap along with every word her shit feels like early Lil' Kim the way the fellas react to her bars <laughs> that beat drops and people go nuts I'm too Caucasian to be reading this <laughs> uh, Tom Brehan of Stereo Gum wrote on Bodak Yellow Cardi uses her voice to fill up the synthy minimal beat using all the tracks open space to project personality everywhere it's a big loud brash noisy song and it's perfect so she had fun. did she have three mixtapes before two two and then the studio album yeah cool yeah do you want to hear about the studio album I do yeah I actually didn't review it, but I did write a piece that I will talk about later on. Sure, self self praise is no praise, Penina. Yeah. <laughs> um, her I debut, reference myself like Davy <laughs> Studio album, Invasion of Pri- uh, Privacy, Privacy, Privacy. What do you say? Privacy, probably. Yeah. Invasion of Privacy was released on April sixth, twenty eighteen, to universal acclaim from music critics. Um, editors from Variety and the New York Times called it one of the most powerful debuts of this millennium and a hip-hop album that doesn't sound like any of its temporal peers, respectively. Um, the album entered at number one in the US, in the United States, while she became the first female artist to chart 13 entries simultaneously on the Billboard Hot 100. That's insane. Um, 
It also became the most streamed album by a female artist in a, sting- in a single week on Apple Music and the largest on-demand audio streaming week ever for an album by a woman. Cardi held the that record until 2019. Um, oh, who broke it? Ariana. I think it might have been Ariana. I don't know. Hang on, I can... What was the question? I Sorry. Like this. Oh, it was Thank You Next. Yeah. Um... Sorry, I've lost my notes now. The album's title reflects Cardi B's feelings that she, as she gained popularity, her privacy was being invaded in a variety of ways. Um, yeah, and she kind of went on to do bigger and better things. She hosted Saturday Night Live off the back of it, and that was when she announced she, her pregnancy. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Was um, that SNL? Yeah. And yeah. she's wearing the white dress. And she looked so beautiful. Um, and she co-hosted an episode of uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. That one, well. that is... So good. If anyone like that performance, she does have money bag and she's like just given that song is if you know the song, it's like very aggressive, like very typical Cardi, and she's just in like lingerie and all her bondage bits and she is just giving it loads. And she's pregnant, like, and it's just it's beyond the fact that she's pregnant, it's an un it's such a good performance. She yeah. is such a good performer. I saw her at Longitude. I was gonna last say, year. has she ever played here? But she so she was the festival. So she was due to play whatever year that was, 2018, and then obviously got fucking pregnant. I mean, yeah. And I remember being absolutely devastated. And I was like, she's never going to play here. Do you know that? I was just yeah. like, this is going to be one of those things where she does not come back to play here for bloody ages. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I think it was like two days before Longitude, Cardi gave birth to Culture. But Migos were still playing Longitude, but it was just take off and the other one that's not offset yeah what is his name oh i don't know oh that's gonna annoy me this is like my party piece that i know the three member of migos's names it's the most famous one uh quavo quavo yeah quavo. sorry it's just the two of them he's like and at one point i i didn't stay to watch a lot of them i was like walking between acts but i i was queuing for something at one point and they were on main stage and they were just doing it and like they're not really like big but they weren't like very hugely energetic or whatever. And it was just like the two of them on this huge stage. It was very obvious that there should have been a third person there. And one of them was just like, no, they were, fu- I didn't stay for a lot of them. Um, but they, at one point, I don't know who it could have been Quavo, could have been Takeoff. I don't know. I was far away. Um, and one of them was just like, yo, we want to give a big shout out to our man, uh, Offset. He just had a baby. We want to congratulate him. I was like, he's not here. Like, you do know he's not People here. People go mad though. I'd say everyone cheered. Yeah, it did. It was nice. It was a nice moment. <laughs> It was just almost as if to clarify as if people were like, wait, where's yeah, the other yeah. Um But then we did, and I have videos on my phone, so we'll probably put it up on socials, but we, I did see her the following year and I was like, there was, I don't know why, but there were mad rumours that she was going to cancel. And I, I, I don't know, it was like, because there was stuff going on with her and Offset again. circulated by you. Probably, yeah, absolutely. I was, I'm, I love starting rumours about stuff, don't I? Especially <laughs> yeah. about, uh, me. Especially about longitude artists Oh, do you know, do you know, the, do you know a rumour that I actively started? Do you remember, um. <laughs> oh, this could be anything. No, um, <laughs> what the, what is the name? Giggs played Electric Picnic two years ago and he was, he, or in recent time and he was after being on Dra- uh, Drake's mixtape. Um, the one about life, it, life, oh, this yeah. is the life or whatever the bloody hell it's called. Oh, this is gonna. It, oh, this is... Me. Anyway, he was on that and like uh, gigs had been kind of doing gigs had played Reading and Leeds and he brought Drake out for it and like Electric and it goes a couple of weekends after. So I was like, oh my god, he's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent gonna bring Electric out. I wrote an article about bring it all, Electric like heavily. <laughs> bring Drake out for Electric. <laughs> he's gonna bring all of Electric <laughs> out at longitude. All the roadies jumping gospel choir. Um, oh. 
And so, um, so like I was like, God, we have to go just in case he brings him out for KMT. He did not. Actively did not happen. Like I wrote a whole article heavily speculating like getting There was another so- gig we went to and you were like, they're absolutely going to bring out someone. And they didn't either. Recently enough, was it uh, Dermot Kennedy or Hosier? Who was bringing out people on their tour? Oh, I think you made this one up now. I'm no. You were mad that Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift? was bringing out Hosier. Yeah, but that wasn't in recent time. We said that on the Taylor Swift episode though. Because she was bringing people out and we were like, oh, oh maybe. well, of course she's going to bring out Hosier in Dublin. Why do we think that? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what did we have to base that on? Oh, I don't know. Um... What was my point? Sorry, anyway, there were mad rumours that she was going to cancel it because she was, she was headlining the Sunday and, th- like, she didn't, obviously, and she came out in this, like, bright pink thing and she did, um, I think it's a Get Up 10 is the song from Vision Prison. It's like, not me down now times, but I get up 10. And it was... Now, she didn't bring a lot of personality onto the stage. I would have liked a bit more crack, but yeah. she was word perfect, like... Danced so well. That's base level though when She's you're only a, a year like, postpartum. You have to get your own words right. Rapping though. I think that's yes, a, no, it was, that's I think your that, job. Yeah. I know, obviously, but like it was so... She's only a year postpartum. Why'd you hate year. her? Why'd you no, fucking hate her? I don't. I just think you have your... Sta- like your standards are quite low No, she was so... are delighted that they get the words right. Like, But I think... But I think when you think of what she's like though, I think people would expect her to not be a bit... And especially when the rumours yeah. were that she was going to cancel. And because <laughs> yes. she's so like... she No, it was... Such oh, it was a great show now. Would I just see if she did like her own headline show in probably her three arena. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a bop. Um, what did you have her Grammys there? She broke records with the Grammys of that album as well. Yeah. Um. So she was nominated for best rap album at the twenty nineteen Grammys, and um, she won. Um, she beat out uh Mac Miller, Swimming, Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap, Pusha T, Daytona. Uh, and Travis Scott's Astroworld. Um, um, Though Lauren Hill nabbed the Best Rap Album in 1997 as part of the Fugees for the score, Cardi B is the first solo female to win Best Rap Album. Is my laptop playing music? Yep. God, I'm really sorry about that. Um, <laughs> these damn pop-ups. You were um, looking at me like I was making that noise. So she was, um, she's the first solo female to win Best Rap Album. Um, so there you go. Fair play to her. And best like woman in 15 years. So is it deserved? I think so. I th- I think that album was really good, and I think I don't know. I think people are quick to criticize her, but at the same time, for a person who hasn't been that long in the scene, she pretty much reinvigorated that genre, in my opinion. And I'm like, and ag- and again, I think people are really quick to. Is I'm that sorry. You again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this laptop is a mind of its own. Um, I think people are really quick to criticise her because of her image and because of the way she carries herself. But I I just don't think that's fair when you think of her male superiors have been... Yeah. Especially, like, we'll obviously get to WAP and whatever, but, I, like, if you were to look at the Jimmy Fallon performance and you were any bit, anyway kind of prudish, I'd imagine you'd have things to say about that as well. Um, I think she deserves to be criticised in a lot of other areas. But I think... I think you can acknowledge the impact that she had in such a short space of time and the yeah. impact that she will probably continue to have. Yeah. Um, she's not without her controversy, so... Like yeah. you said, she is quite problematic. Yeah. Um, do you remember Fashion Week, the whole incident with Nicki Minaj? I do. Iconic. She, Cardi B threw one of her shoes at her and attempted to physically fight fellow rapper Nicki Minaj at an after party hosted by Harper's Bazaar during New York Fashion Week in 2018. Um, she later stated that uh, Minaj had previously liked comments made by other users on social media 
who spoke negatively negatively about Cardi B's abilities to take care of her newly born daughter. Um, Nicki Minaj denied the accusations. And nevertheless, she covered the spring fashion issue of Harper's Bazaar in early 2019, featuring her in a Cinderella-themed photo shoot, wearing a red gown and leaving a shoe behind, which some writers found reflective of the incident. That's Cardi, I'm assuming not. Yeah. Um, I think Kenneth was at Fashion Week and saw her that year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm nearly sure. We should have got him on. (laughs) We should have, yeah. Um, Nick, I... The thing about that is, it's really sad to see because... It's an industry that is faces such scrutiny as it is. And as I said, like this this kind of picking apart in the way that, again, they're male, like uh, not superiors, as I said previously, I mean peers. Yeah, their male peers don't. And it's just so sad to see like two women who are unbelievably talented go at each other like this when there's no need. Because they've, they've worked together before. And like that song that they've done together is... Uh, they did motorsport with Migos, and it's one of my favorite songs ever. If that's on in the gym, I'm I'm kicking I don't off know that like one. motorsport. Put the thing in sport. Do you know I'm always like skr 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 Yeah, but like you could pop it <laughs> straight up. Uh, it's good anyway. Um, Had the dick think... like a BMX. No, want to be my ex. I love when he go on to because he come on when I seem less. I get upset off. I turn offset on. I told him the other day. Maybe we should tell that for. You're so angry. <laughs> Um, it's a good song anyway I, ju- I wish they it. I, but I, th- I will say I think that incident was a long time coming between them as well though but do you think it's real? yeah 100% or do I'd say they, bo- they both just love having a, hi- a no, hype around them no, with that kind of stuff no 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 I think there's a thing where they are both like very hot headed not even that I think there is like obviously when you're two like very strong successful women in a thing that like when there aren't as many coming out at this time, you're going to pit them against each other. You're not going to pit, like, Nikki's had to face comparisons to, like, Lil' Kim for... You're constantly compared to the one before. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So for Cardi, that's probably really frustrating. And then for Nikki, it's also probably, like, well, no, I'm my own person as well. And also, like, she's been on the scene for two and a half minutes. Do you know what I mean? Um, But, like... Nick- yeah, but that's nothing to do with why they were fighting. Do you know? Is it just kind of like that kind of started them off on a bad foot because they were being compared to each other and they didn't yeah. like it? Okay. I think I think they're equally messy as m- messy as each other though. Yeah. Like this goes back as far as 2017 because Nikki was like in tweets and stuff about um, people kind of mocking Cardi's bars and stuff. Bars. <laughs> bars. That is the correct term. I know. Um but then, like, then it was, then it seemed to, like they seemed to be grand for a while because Nikki was seen dancing to Borak Yellow and it all seemed grand. And then, um, oh, like, I think Nikki kind of made reference to Offset in one of her songs. And then she said, then Nikki came out and was like, no, that's not about him or Cardi, blah, blah, blah. And then Cardi called out someone in August 2017, it seemed to be Nikki. And she said, you know, this bitch, she never effing liked me and all of a sudden she want to be friends with me no bitch Cardi declared on the MoMA PS1 stage I still don't like you bitch and then it's was this about Nikki? question mark uh, she addressed the rumour at 2017 VMAs um, saying I don't want this is Cardi I don't want problems with anybody I just want to make music and make money I don't have time to look at other women and what they're doing I don't have to do that whole industry brief you know I get a popping with these hands <laughs> so hard to read this um, <laughs> then do you know do you know the song she did with Jeezy? That's no. a fucking good song. So she did a verse on that. Probably and, not. 
uh, she said, can you stop with all the subs, bitch, I ain't Jared. The rapper spits in lyric, which many believed was aimed at Nikki. Nikki did start it though, if you are to look at this. Who like, is Jared? It's a sports reference, I don't know, because it's about, can you stop okay. with all the subs? I don't know. A few weeks later, Cardi denied dissing Nikki and confirmed that the pair have no beef. During an, her interview on The Breakfast Club, the Bollock Yellow rapper uh, said that the two female rappers had conversations. <laughs> she clarified, this is the thing. You know, people don't understand, though, that I got like beef with 10 bitches still in the hood and I still be in the hood. I don't know what, uh, I don't know. And then, uh, like the Nikki, Nikki stands and the Taylor Swift stands try to keep Bollock Yellow from going to number one. They started, because I think, look what you made me do. Came out around the same okay. time. Yeah. And. Um, sure, that was never going to go to number one. Yeah. What? Look what you made I think do. it did, but I think. Are you it, messing? No, I'm pretty sure it did in the States. Yeah. yeah. Instead of Bodak Yellow? No, I think. See, I think Bodak Yellow got there in the end anyway. Bodak okay. Yellow was kind of like creeping up the charts. Okay. Um, so the whole thing was that obviously, like, Taylor Swift fans wanted Taylor Swift at number one, and Nicki Minaj fans did not want Cardi B fans there. Um, but then Nikki came out and congratulated her and that all seemed to be fine and then they were on Motorsport which was released in October 2017 and that seemed to be fine and they were in the video but it was like separate scenes that all seemed to be fine and again it's like there was a whole thing of whether they were actually throwing shots at each other in the song and Cardi said that they weren't um, the Nikki's verse was supposed to be different Nikki's verse in the final cut was different to the original one that Cardi had heard Um she clarified that when Migos member Quavo approached her to jump on the song, she was ready to seize the opportunity with the stars. And then, again, before Invasion of Privacy, Cardi came out and said, I just I, I just feel like it's really internet made up. I don't really have time for that. If you're if you're not effing my man, or if you're not taking my money from me, if you're not stopping my money, then I don't really give an F about you. So I kind of feel like... Uh, I don't think either of them are, like, right, do you know? But I do think Nikki. I think Nikki eggs are on, and I think that came but from is a place it of real, fresh. like realistically. But I, I think or did it just keep them. I both think in the headlines? I think the internet, the internet aggravated it, and I think then it probably gets to them more. I'd say that was really getting a cardia and the fact that she felt like she had to keep addressing it because yeah, I think it was less of a thing for her. and probably Nikki as well. And I'd say Nikki was just trying to be petty and dig her claws in and whatever else. But um. Yeah, uh, Nikki, the most recent update is anyway, that because there was stuff happening in between, obviously the shoot throwing incident and whatever else. Nikki recently collaborated with uh, 6 9 that rapper, yeah. who is a sex pest. Um, yeah, I was so, thinking, is he dead or is he Do with that knowledge what you will. Is he not He's, dead? Um, no, that's XXX Tentacion. Oh, yeah. But 6 9 is a is a bad, bad man. Um, Cardi B addressed the rumours that Nicki Minaj dissed her on the song uh, Mama despite Nicki never addressing her directly she said nah I never effed a DJ on God I dealt with scammers drug dealers I've dealt with some bum ass n-word but I never effed me a DJ I know what y'all gonna ask me and I address this a whole lot of times didn't you eff self no I never effed self you know your man from Love and Hip Hop well, uh, yeah. I never been in a relationship with self. I never flirted with self. They're probably never going to be friends. Like I can't see it ever. Like I'd say, Nikki over her dead body will forgive her over the shoe thing. Is the thing you can't throw a shoe at people. Like no, bo- you, can't, line, you can't. You no, can't. No, you can't. But at the same time, if someone's mocking you your child like. online, there was a, this is the whole thing that she was yeah, like. Yeah, violence stuff. is never the answer. Are you saying you have a baby in your arms right now, and someone's down the road, and they're like, "Oh, well, look at that." ugly thing is it a boy or a girl <laughs> no that's not relevant it's not relevant um, I wouldn't throw a shoe I'm a better person than that I'm a bigger person than that throw hands throw hands yeah slaps only 
Um, do you want more controversy? Yeah. In March 2019, a live stream from Instagram resurfaced from 2016 where Cardi can be heard claiming that in the past she had drugged and robbed men who willingly came to her hotel room for sex. She stated that the men she referred to were conscious, willing and aware. They were getting twisted in the club before approaching her and denied putting anything on a man's drink. Um, she added that she took some money from them because they wasted her time by falling asleep and then kept coming back. Uh, she concluded by saying that at the time she had very limited options to survive and feels a responsibility not to glorify it. Um, and then she does appear in the movie Hustlers, which is very of a very similar plot. Yeah, not but based not, on not her. Connected. It's based on a different stripper, but yeah. Um, yeah, not this great. Is a, don't do that either. No, absolutely don't do that either. What I wi- what I will say is she did an interview with Elle this year where she was like just kind of coming out against cancel culture and whatever and she was saying it's like I have a target on my back but it's not because of my music because I haven't done music for eight months and people still try to attack me I feel like people are attacking me because they want me to feel the pressure of bullying and they want me to give up and they want me to say oh I quit music or I'll delete my Instagram delete my Twitter and I'm not willing to do that no one will ever have that much power over me um the thing with that is I'd never as I'd never claim to know what it's like to be in that position where you're potentially where you have uh, you only have options to where survive, you have like. you have no option to survive yeah. and I've no experience of what it's like to be a sex worker so I would never in a million years pass judgment on that was it the right thing to do absolutely not and I like but I do have kind of issues with this statement of like I'm not trying to glorify it you probably shouldn't have been in Hustlers then it's, yeah when it's like that movie does glorify yeah it. um that movie is class it is a class um, movie <laughs> but I, like I also like I don't think she really explains there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss since 2013 Bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air this ad would last over 1157 days but if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible it would take just a few clicks because every time you make a purchase Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Recently apologized for it either. And I, but on the other hand, again, to play devil's advocate, if you're looking at Cardi B to be your moral compass, yeah. that's on you, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. Um... Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one because I mean, even at the time it was being compared to like, which is so stupid. It was she was being compared to like Bill Cosby and like oh, uh, no. R. Kelly and all. And again, like I just, I mean, they're worlds apart the situations. Yeah, that's not to say that either are right. Neither are right. You shouldn't really compare any of those situations. You no, take them all absolutely individually. Not. Absolutely not. Um, she has gotten in trouble as well before over other comments she's made. And I would have more issue with this okay. than I probably would the. Well, no, not really, but you know what I mean. She's <laughs> she's kind of you know the way I was saying she was like really big on social media, yeah. And she'd kind of th- had this big like kind of it was her fan page was practically 
like a meme page essentially so in 2018 um there was a thing where uh on one of her pages there was like a transphobic meme shared it was on her facebook page the meme which has since been removed featured a transphobic slur and prompted fans to write comments like go take care of your kid instead of enabling harm to the trans community um and like obviously considering the fact that like she would have a lot of fans in the LGBT community probably prior to this. Um, and her response was kind of not really apologi- apologetic. Um, she said, it's come to my attention that there has been a, that there have been offensive posts made on what used to be my Facebook page. For the past year and a half, a former team member has been the only one with access to the account. Which I believe, I don't believe that, like cause some of the stuff was being shared was like so very typical do you know like those generic pages you would have liked yeah. in school where it was like and the name keeps changing on yeah, the memes it was the, so, the some of the stuff being shared was so like that and like random articles so I do believe that but there are other videos of her like on about um, kind of making jokes about like Jupe and her like then boyfriend or whatever or her man like into sleeping with like a trans person and that's the whole joke and people have tried to call her up on that. And it was like, well, did your team post this? And it's a video of her like explicitly saying it and using the slur. Um, yeah. And it's not great. And she's like, she's very, not that she's not apologetic about it, but she, the, the apology has never been really good enough. I don't think I've ever really heard the word sorry. She's kind of gone on about it because Offset has gotten similar trouble. Do you know that's Do you know they were pulled up on a song because he had a song? Well, it was with Migos and there was a line in it that said, I cannot vibe with queers. Um, he made an attempt at an apology where he wrote, my passion for fashion, this is, my passion for fashion has led me to a lot of gay people around me who I have mad respect for and we are very cool. So I'm not in a place where I'm hating like that. When I wrote that, I was thinking of words that could rhyme with the others. In brackets, here, lear, solitaire, bear. And saw this definition about her having a queer feeling she was being watched and it fit what I was thinking about. A stalker, creepy paparazzi situation. To me, that queer, I don't mean someone who's gay. I mean lame people who film you, post it and stalk you. Lingo, that means strange or odd. And like, obviously people are coming out being like, that's homophobic. Like, it's like, delete this. And Cardi then came out and was trying to def- like kind of defend him and was like, he's not homophobic. We have gay friends, like all this kind of stuff. And then Laverne Cox kind of came out with a good statement that kind of breaks it down for people who just don't get it her. and why it's like not good. Um, I'm a huge advocate for free speech but as long as it's socially acceptable to make jokes about trans people to make and share memes disparaging and demeaning trans folk trans folk will continue to be murdered and denied civil rights um, it kind of came up again this year um, and she had to come out again being like how the F am I homophobic or transphobic because she identifies as bisexual um, yeah. she said have you been to a Caribbean island where you really see homophobia have you dealt with a parent that can't accept you for your sexuality I said some ignorant things before that uh, that I apologise for and educated myself on uh, it don't mean I'm uh, homophobic you keep using that same one video that I apologise for over and over again to call me homophobic and transphobic but, um, but never post about the ones where I support the LGBT community, which are multiples and the multiple tweets I posted in sport. And I don't support the LGBT community because I have gay fans. I support because of the confused feelings I had growing up on, growing up on, is it normal to like girls? Uh, I, sorry, this she is has just her the, own language. This is just she? the way she's written it. I, I support because I know how hard it was for my gay cousin to come out to his very strict Dominican family. So I know that's a big issue for a lot of people as well. Um, and I I do... It's not our place to accept any apology either, first and foremost. I do believe that the Facebook thing 
was someone on her team and I don't believe she'd willingly do it now and I do think the, the that that initial video came from a place of ignorance that doesn't excuse it I just kind of wish she'd been like I don't think you need to talk circles around stuff like just yeah. say sorry yeah like and you don't need to keep going on being like I've apologized but like that like one apology isn't going to undo the hurt people are probably still going to be hurt you're going to have to accept that they're never going to be they're always going to hold that against you like move on and do what you can like yeah you know yeah, it's a tricky one. Vox did a really good piece on why they reckon after it came out about her and the drugging and whatever in that live stream, they did a piece about why like her image is kind of like bulletproof. Um, yeah, like the hashtag was like when I when it came out like Surviv- surviving Cardi B reference in the R. Oh, Kelly no. documentary. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this is it. But like, I don't, I don't think whatever happens next, it's never, it's never gonna put a dent in her career. No, but like you usually, I feel like. I think the people that don't like her have made up their mind and they're not going to engage with her. And I think the people that would be, um, like I think in terms of her audience is so much younger and not in a way. I don't, I don't think they care. Maybe that's not fair. Because of who she is as well though. I feel like very few women actually bounce back from this level of like criticism in that, in the music industry. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's how I feel. Yeah. It's a, like, it's a, it's a tricky one because it just comes back to that whole thing of like, do you know that argument everyone wants to make about separating Man, the yeah. artist from the art, the art? And it's, I do understand why people don't like her and she's not immune to criticism. She's done and said shitty things. I could take her leave her. How do you You're feel? not mad at her. I no, it's not that I'm not mad at her. Like I'm not mad at her, and I don't like dislike her. I'll take a song, I'll take WAP for what it is like. But as like... A, as a musician, I do, I do quite enjoy her. Is the thing yeah. I do, and I and as I said, I really, really think she just rejuvenated that genre and made me kind of excited about the genre again. And I liked having to come back to it, but like. That it wasn't that I wasn't going back to like kind of like male artists for that kind of flow and that kind of thing and that I really like in rap and hip hop like that I had her and I could be like, this is cl-. like yeah, she was very trailblazing in that sense and the thing is about her right, she did like it wasn't a case of nepotism or legs up like she absolutely busted her bollocks stripping doing everything else being this being this meme essentially yeah, smart for how many media. years yeah 100% I like I really really admire that like yeah um I just I do think it is a bit of a personality thing as well in terms of the do you know like throwing the shoes and saying the shit like I just I think that is a a thing you have to take with her if you're on the cardi train but I don't know yeah. As I said, I feel like if people don't like her, you you don't like her, and that's it. Um, she's probably on a. If we were to do like a strike system, she's probably on strike two for me. If she did something else that I consider to be very problematic, I'd be like, yeah, okay, like I can't. can't there's only so much. Bored. Like I think there's only so much you can forgive. Do you know? Especially as much as she would claim that she's not a role model, and I mean, again, I would everyone's say everyone's a role model when they're when they're that famous. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's just irresponsible to say that you're not and to act like you're not. Yeah. Um. So she's obviously big in the news right now because of WAP. 
Yeah. A song we don't know and we've never heard. No, I don't know it. Yeah. Um, on August 3rd this year, she posted a clip on her social media teasing she would make a special an- announcement the following day after frequently teasing new music. The next day, she announced the new single, WAP, which features Texan rapper Megan Thee Stallion. The song was then released on August 7th um, as the first single of her forthcoming second studio album, which is uh, scheduled to come out later this year. And I think it debuted at number one. Yeah. Which is crazy. Do you know, like when I was Googling more controversies as well, I, I saw this and it was like, Cardi B's WAP causes controversy on military TikTok. I was like, no, find me a more 2020 headline. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> Cardi B's WAP featuring Megan Thee Stallion took the internet by force when it was released on August 7th. Zoomers and millennials alike. Sorry, I will say, I took this from militarytimes.com. Okay. A very reputable news source, I'm sure. <laughs> Zoomers and millennials alike took to TikTok to dance provocatively to the wildly catchy but arguably profane song. One such, one such TikTok per purportedly two female soldiers dancing to the tune has sparked military Twitter outrage and a larger discussion about what women can or should be doing on social media while in uniform. A debate that has unearthed a double standard that doesn't appear to apply to male service members. Fair point. Sorry, I just hit the mic. <laughs> You're just very hit, excited just about it. Just hit my mic trying to point. Um, that dance is incredibly hard. It's Do you know what was really clever about that though as well? Do you know the way with TikTok you have like a certain, like it sounds the way they do it. So yeah. Like, is it's it like, like 15 seconds or something? Yeah. But like she, so on TikTok at the minute, like they're all trending. So you have like that for, you've like the uncensored version, the censored version. I think there's two censored versions, which where it's like, yeah, get a bucket a, and a mop. That's a wet, that's a wet. And then there's one where it's like wet and gushy, which is. Don't do that. <sighs> I don't know how that's the uncensored one. Cause that's, 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 that's worse. That's worse. That worse. That's worse than the like uncensored one. Yeah. Gushy. Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. Um, what was I gonna say? And then you the one. Do you have you heard Ben Shapiro saying it? Who's Ben Shapiro? Do you know he's like a I know pure that conservative like podcaster freak loves debating. But he did he did like and I don't think he realized that he was reading oh, it like know. doesn't he look like such a little mole rat? Are you looking at a picture of him? Yeah, there? he's a little. He is a certified freak seven he days has a week. Very problematic eyebrows. Um, he's very problematic. Everything. He's just a weirdo. He doesn't believe women have rights. Anyway. Allegedly, I guess he decides to listen to this podcast and sue us. I doubt that though. Um, oh, you don't have to tell me. He breathes showing his extra bench beer on it. But anyway, I think he was reading it out on his podcast or something to like go on about the state of feminism and whatever and, you know, like whatever else. And it ended up becoming a meme in itself because he won't, By he DJ. will not, he will not say the word pussy. Um, he go, he's like, he's like I said, certified DJ freak. Known. Seven days a week, wet ass p word. Make that P-word. make that pull out game Paris week. Steps. Yeah, <laughs> wet ass power court steps. Sorry, he tweeted. As I also discussed in the show, my only real concern is that the woman involved, who apparently requires a bucket and a mop, get the medical care they require. My doctor's wife. Jesus fuck Imagine being married to this man. My doctor's wife. Differential diagnosis. There's a lid for every pot. Bacterial vaginosis, like. yeast infection, or trick. I just can't. Trickle. I just can't. He has, he, do you know what he has? A dry ass. <laughs> a dry ass P word. That's what he has. <laughs> um, yeah. She, we were talking about this before and we were going to do, we had a different idea for the intro and we didn't do it because you know the way she has all those like catchphrases. Obviously we introed the episode with, oh yeah. Um, I'm glad you brung it up. Like she has so many memeable phrases. How convenient is that? And like she did all the, like coronavirus. Like oh yeah, she would have often kind of been heard to be going like oh girl. I couldn't didn't oh, girl. oh girl. Um, and she actually went to try and make uh to try and trademark that last year. 
Um, but as we all know, that's not her own phrase. Didn't the Kardashians go mad about that though? The Kardashians try to say it's theirs as well, but it's not. No. Um, the US Patent and Trademark Office turned it down. We said the term was already widely used. Um, the office stated, however, that it was a commonplace term used in the drag community and by celebrities as an alternative way of saying okay or something that is said to affirm when someone is being put in their place. Um, Cardi herself had described the phrase as being like saying okay, but okay is played out. Other celebrities who are fond of using the phrase includes, include Khloe Kardashian and RuPaul. But like, Khloe, the Kardashians didn't come up with it. I've either. never heard RuPaul do it. Have you? Not off the top of my I believe head. it's a, I believe it's a queen thing to do, but I'd never heard yeah. RuPaul do it. Um, another thing she did, sorry, I forgot this, this actually isn't great as well. Um, she, um, she hi, like hired two people to beat up someone. Oh, you shouldn't do that. So something to do with Offset. Yeah, we talk about her in Offset. Back they to are, the shoe throwing if you're at that. Like. Yeah. Um, she met her current husband, off, husband Offset, who's in Migos, as we already mentioned. They met in 2016 at an industry event and um, they were kind of... They collaborated together. They worked on Lick, that song that I mentioned earlier on that uh, mixtape. And uh, she wasn't really like super duper famous at this point. He wasn't really a household name, but Migos were on the come up. Um, they went to the Super Bowl together in 2017. Um, and they, <laughs> Cardi, like their whole relationship is such a mess. Cardi posts a pic of them together in 2017 on Valentine's Day with a kissy face for Valentine's Day, pretty much confirming they're together. The post has since been deleted, but it was a photo of them at the Super Bowl. Um, Offset commented with the boyfriend girlfriend emoji. What's the boyfriend girlfriend emoji? So the clearly, boy and girl holding hands, oh or yeah, the boy and girl with the heart in between them. Yeah. And then in June, Cardi denied they were dating. And then it was like a couple, two months later at the VMAs, she made hints that they were married. Um, saying, "I'm a woman. Every woman I think wants to get married and wants to have children. It's never too early to get married. Now, you know, if you want to propose to me, you can." To she said that to Charlemagne the God. Then they got secretly married and. <laughs> This is what's funny, right? So they got married in September 2017. October 2017. Cardi posts that she's single, then backtracks and says she was being extreme. Over the course of a few hours, Cardi posted a selfie with the word single, then apparently took it back and confessed she was being extreme. So listen, We've all been there. So listen, babes, I exaggerated a little bit earlier because I was really upset and the Bronx girl in me always have to go to the extreme. I came to my senses now, I'm sorry. Waffle house on me over a photo of Offset. <laughs> Someone else did that recently. Did I? Wasn't it Danny Dyer? Oh, I'd, I'd then, believe it, And yeah. then dad, Danny Dyer, to come out and be like, no, no, she was just having a moment. About her and Jack. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, yeah. But I think they did. I think they did break up No, then. I think they did as well. Oh, what could have been? Um, She obviously got pregnant in 2018. Blah, blah, blah. That's all fine. Um, But like they're like dogged by cheating rumours the whole time because he is like... He has three other children by yeah. three other women, as far as I'm aware. He definitely has three other children. I'm pretty sure they're all be different moms. Um, she confirmed the news they're pregnant, blah, blah. She gives birth to Culture in 2018 in July. Um, August, yes, August 2018. Damning rumours about Cardi ordering an attack on two women in a strip club emerge. There was trouble in paradise shortly after Culture's birth. Cardi was accused of throwing a bottle at two women in a strip club and ordering members of her entourage to attack them, according to TMZ. One of the women was allegedly attacked on August 15th. Both came Cardi's posse attacked them on August 29th when Migos were performing at the strip club where they worked as bartenders. Um, I'm pretty sure she's denied it, but she did turn herself into court. I think she pleaded not guilty, but she turned herself in. Um... Then, yeah, she turned herself in, like, in August. Uh, and then there was the whole, like, they attended, they were at, like, 
award ceremonies and whatever. And then like December 2018, she announced they'd split. So everybody been bugging me and everything. And you know, I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. Baby um, father is my fa- baby father. favorite phrase ever. <laughs> baby father. My baby father. Uh, my baby father. <laughs> and we're we're really good friends. And you know, we're really good business partners. You know, he's always somebody that I want, that I went to, to talk to. And we got a lot of love for each other, but things just haven't worked out between us for a long time. And it's nobody's fault. It's like, I guess we just grew out of love, but we're not together anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And then she posted that and Offset commented going, y'all won, right? And in the meantime, there's all these rumours coming out that he had tried to arrange this like threesome with two women that were not Cardi B. Cuban Doll and Summer Bunny. Um, and Summer Bunny was going around to all oh, like the radio answer. stations. Yeah, yeah, not great. Um, uh, December 9th, uh, Offset tweets that he misses Cardi. Um, as you do. And then there was kind of rumours that the whole relationship was fake and it was all publicity stunt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He apologises on Instagram or he was like, I'm selfish, messed up husband, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, basically like pleading to get back together with her. And then, do you remember when he like ambushed her on stage? No. This was like Vivi Ox. So this was December 2018. She was headlining the Rolling Loud Music Festival and... um he basically interrupted the set, walked onto the stage and had assistants wheeling out a series of like signs that said, take me back, Cardi. What? And yeah. Now. How did he get past security? Like? Ap- apparently her team knew about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, they'd have to. Yeah. Um, and then, and she said after, she was like, I get that he's trying. Um, it's hard. It's going to take a long time. I don't know what's going to happen next. I just feel bad. This is why I don't like surprises. That's so selfish I to think, do that to her when she's on stage. Yeah. Oh, it's so, like proposing so, on your birthday. so, 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 so toxic. And I think a lot of people had kind of said that to her. And I think she's... Anyway, loads of shit happens in between. And I think they reconciled the start of 2019. And then she did an interview with Vogue at the end of 2019. Because obviously, we were watching this as civilians playing out and we're like, why the hell are they together? This is so toxic. Like, it's not it's not even worth it for the child at this point. And she kind of said to Vogue, what do you have, It's not even worth it for the child. It's not worth it. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know this whole thing of like, let's stay together for the kids? Like, yeah. Um, when me and my husband got into our issues. I thought you were like, the child is not even worth this much drama. Culture. Yeah. I mean, to bed with. What, <laughs> what has she done for me? She said, when me and my husband got into our issues, you know, he cheated and everything. And I decided to stay with him and work together with him. A lot of people were so mad at me. A lot of women felt disappointed in me. But it's real life shit. If you love somebody and you stop being with them and you're depressed and social media is telling you not to talk to that person because he cheated, you're not really happy on the inside until you have the conversation. Then if you got, get back with them, it's like, how could you? You let all of us down. People People that be in marriages for years when they say till death to us part. They're not talking about little arguments like if you leave the fridge open. That's including everything. When I was pregnant with culture, a lot of people was like, eh, he has three kids already. Why would you have a kid with someone, somebody that have three kids? And it's like, how is that such a bad thing? My dad has eight kids and we all get along and it feels better, fuller. And with Offset, I feel like his kids just bring a pop of fun to life when they're in the house. I actually love it. it brings out a different side to him that I like to see. And I love to see my baby interacting with her siblings. The more the merrier. So, case closed. That's kind of case nice. closed, guys. Um, They're not breaking up. And they are married. And they are married, yeah. And it is worth the baby. The baby was worth it, I believe. <laughs> I was trying to think of the baby's name earlier and I was like, Couture? Couture, yeah. Culture something, is... Something crazy. Oh, is an objectively terrible name. I think we can all agree. Yeah. So bad. Would it be better if it was spelled with a C? No. Okay. Well, you can't even <laughs> give someone a nickname off the back of culture, like... Culty, yeah. wash, like no, you can't, yeah. No. Cull? Um, Coo? You have me there. You can't, like, it's not fair. Kay. 
Okay, yeah. Kay's the only one. At a push, like. Um, it's not good. I have the stats on WAP that I forgot to mention earlier. Yeah, give me the them? stats on WAP. Yeah. So it debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, um, which was her fourth chart topper in the US, extending her record as female rapper with the most number one singles and also making her the first female rapper to achieve Hot 100 number one singles in two different decades. Um, with 93 million streams, it became the largest first week streams for a song, breaking the all-time record held by Seven Rings by Ariana. And she became the first female rap artist to top the global Spotify chart multiple times. It also marked the only time, uh, the only number one debut of 2020 to, make, to spend multiple weeks on top. There you go. You can't deny the, you can't deny the stats. Like She has been like incredibly successful. Incredibly so. In such a small, Even, short space of time. Because to be honest, I forgot about all the Grammy stuff and how like impactful invasion of privacy was and I was I was so concerned about that because she was like she was due to release it and she was kind of pregnant either very soon before or very soon after and like I had this really very anti-feminist thought where I was like oh she's screwed now because of the way the music industry works do you know what I mean it just I I was like oh my god they're not gonna take her seriously or she's not gonna do you know, I don't know, I, I, that's the piece I did about it for Golden Black. I'm not going to read it now, but if you want to go, you can read it. But I was so concerned. And then to have her kind of, it was just a good narrative on navigating celebrity and a lot of people having opinions. Because again, she's faced this kind of whole thing of um, being manufactured. And there was a whole accusation of like payola where it was, there was uh, allegations of, paid streams or she'd bought streams and stuff or bought radio play um, and I just think she did work very very hard and you can't deny the influence like it's when you like I I don't think we'd have she opened up the space for all the artists that we have now in the, in the way that Nikki probably opened the door for her and obviously other people opened the door for Nikki I think she's opened the door for the kind of new wave of people that we have now like Flo Millie Saweetie uh, Megan, Megan, the Stallion. Megan the Stallion and I just think the more the merrier like I just I love seeing that room open up where it's like I have all I have this bevy of female hip-hop rap talent that I can just pick from and I'm I like I love that aspect of it and I do so she has written some absolute tunes Moneybag is absolutely class that album Borak Yellow slaps keep them going WAP slaps I don't know that song. Do you not? No. Oh yeah. Neither do I. Sorry. Never heard it. Um, I, yeah, as I said, she's not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect <laughs> person. But I don't think she's ever claimed to be and I will go back to the thing. I think you can engage with stuff critically and understand that as long as you're not, she, she's not out here writing books on how to drug and get with people. Should she have done Hustlers? Probably not. And like, to come out and be like, I'm not glorifying it and then do a movie like that. Not a great call. Was she kind of banking that that live stream wouldn't come out? Probably. But at the same time, I just think, again, if you're not in that position, you'll never know. Um, and yeah, I just think... A fair play to her. I just think there are worse people in the world, first of all. And I also think <laughs> when you... Because I, I think I posted something about... What did I post about WAP? The meme about pictures of Spider-Man. Do you know that? Do you know the thing? And he, the the photographer oh, on the day, and he's like, "Wet oh, ass pictures of Spider Man." Give me wet ass pictures of Spider Man. I put that meme up <laughs> on my Instagram story, and someone wrote to me and was like, 
I don't think I don't think that song is empowering. I just think it's uh, pornographic. And I was like, okay, show me where I asked. Do you know? Do you know that yeah. TikTok meme where it's like, I didn't ask. Yeah. It's just, but it's just, there's no other thing. Um, I will go back and say. I think it's empowering. I think it's empowering as well. I think if, if your argument is that you don't like the song, that's fair enough. But I think you can't deny. And Philip DeFranco made this point, or he did a TikTok video where he was like, it was like, oh, people freaking out because Cardi's singing the way that male rappers have been Literally, singing for yeah. the last 20 years. So, I mean, you you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to listen to it as a thing. No. Like, I mean, you stop grinding about it and don't listen to it if, you, if it's upsetting you that much. I wah, think it's wah. good. I think it's good. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. That's all I hear when you're like, I don't like WAP. All I hear is wah, wah, wah. <laughs> From the top, make a pop. That's a wah, wah, wah. That's a baby in the corner crying. <laughs> Does no good music. Okay, you're getting riled up. There. I'm getting riled up now. Sorry, yeah. Let's, uh, let's bring it back. Do you want some mini bandwagons? I do, yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Okay. Um, okay. I would have liked to talk. She's into her politics, but I don't have any notes on it. That's fair. We can obviously. She was ma- she's mad. Um, she fucks up next time. Yeah, she was mad. Yeah, I can't wait to have to delete this episode. She was. Um, <laughs> she's. She was mad talking to Bernie Sanders throughout the campaign, and she's kind of. She's very like openly like Democrat, but like wants to learn. Has never pretended that she's like into politics. And her conversations with Bernie Sanders are very, very funny because obviously that man is in his 70s and it talks, oh, I was going to do an impression, but I won't. And now she's doing like live streams of Biden, like talking about him. And I do kind of really admire that as well because she's been very open about the fact that she does know everything, wants to learn, but is also very openly political and has never been someone who's like kind of sat in the fence. Yeah. Um, Biden is the lesser of two evils. Again, that's another story for another day. Please. You're please, really tangent. I, I need you to, I need you to step in here and just give me the mini bandwagons. Okay. <laughs> Will you talk to me about Tenet? Because I haven't seen it yet and I thought I would have seen it by now. Tenet, yes I can. Uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson and Elizabeth Debicki who is going to be Diana in the next series of The Crown. Oh yeah. yeah. She was in Widows as well. If anyone saw Widows, I thoroughly enjoyed her in Widows. Widows is a good movie. Why is this movie such a big deal? Um, I suppose it's the first big theatrical release since COVID fucked us all over. Um, it's just over two and a half hours long. Two it's good. Um, it's a, like kind of a spy thriller, good intense. If you were to actively ask me what it's about, I'm not sure I could adequately explain. It's in very typical Christopher Nolan style. It's quite confusing. There's a lot of, there's time travel and there's jumping between timelines. If you like Christopher Nolan stuff, you probably will like it. And I did like I it. I hate Christopher Nolan. But I would, I'd need to go see it again. I think I'm going to go see it again with Keen to fully understand it. Tenet backwards is Tenet. That's the whole thing. Oh, Because everything's okay. in like, it's like a cold word for a mission that your man has to go on and then like, the bull- <laughs> already halfway there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say Robert Pattinson is at his like, most excellent British it, best. It was a low bar though, just- up until now, wasn't it? Oh, so good. So, so good. You haven't seen him in a very long time so I did enjoy. Yeah. The I enjoyed that quite a lot. Oh, and just the hair and just the way he speaks. Oh, when are we doing the Robert Pattinson episode? When Batman comes out. Oh, that's not 2021. I want to talk about Remember Me and Twilight. We have again. already. I, ju- I just want to keep talking about it. He's you can beautiful. find it on Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. Um, Tenet is out now. Go, go support the cinemas. Support yeah, the film industry. It's, it's on its good knees. Buzz. Don't be selfish for fuck's sake. Um, What's next? I promised my good friend Val I'd give her a shout out if you don't mind. Ripe Vintage, baby. She's not sponsored. Um, my friend Valerie, former housemate, love my life, spirit guide. Has set up uh, her own vintage page on Instagram. Instagram and Depop. And Depop, it's called Ripe Vintage, and she's selling really gorgeous bits. Yeah, hand picked, um, lovely vintage pieces, um, totally unique. 
Never been done before. Brilliant, <laughs> amazing. No, you should follow. Um, she's gotten some lovely stuff. And she just really enjoys doing it, so... And you're helping plan it. And you get to be really yeah. stylish. Ripe vintage. Instagram and Depop. Follow that. What's next, Bridge? And finally, we have a competition up on our Instagram. We do, yes. With Grace O'Malley Gin. Grace O'Malley Gin have given us a beautiful hamper to give away to one of you. Thank you so much, Grace O'Malley, for sponsoring this. We really appreciate it. Um, very it's really simple. nice hamper with the bottle of heather infused gin yeah two mixers um, I think it's like ackle sea salt and carrageen seaweed we got one each as well and we have already dug into them yeah we're going to have to we, we're going to have to take a picture I know, of the I was one thinking, that we're giving away we're going to have to try put some one to, yeah of the one we're giving away yeah. mine is a mess I got, <laughs> got into it Saturday night um, got into mine as well it's the I, they sent us a bottle over lockdown as well and it's the gin that got me back into drinking gin it's, it's really nice it's gin. really really nice genuinely um, and we're really delighted to be working with them so if you want to head over to our Instagram it's a like and share comment job again yeah um, do go over and we have some mini bottles of the gin yeah. to give away as well so for any of our patron pals listening um, we have a good few bottles of them we are currently accepting your problems dilemmas for uh, Mr Tony Cantwell that's coming this Friday for our bonus episode um, so we will be picking some people at random for that to get some mini bottles as well So you have to be a patron and you have to submit a question or a problem for Tony yeah it can be anything so like maybe you're having a banger with your housemates maybe you're having boy problems maybe you want to be emancipated from your parents um, none of us are qualified to help but we're going to try anyway because we need content um, yeah we're maybe going to try and squash the beef with Tony on Friday or else we might just make it worse <laughs> I might try and make it's it worse it's one of two like yeah, it's 50-50 yeah, yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that um, do we have anything else we need to say Thanks for buying our Dune Veil t-shirts. We will, I'll say that in a minute. Thanks for buying our Dune Veil t-shirts. We don't know how much we've raised. Keep an eye out on the social where we will be letting you all know that. Yep. Thanks to anyone who got a t-shirt. We'll probably do another run of something at some stage, but those t-shirts are... Not for another little while. Those t-shirts are donezo, so unlucky to anyone who missed out, yeah. Um, Big thanks to Clarver Studios. As always, Shane, we love you. Should we, I think we should, uh, what's the word? Compose. Uh, Make up a jingle. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. What happened to the soundboard? It's right here. I just keep forgetting to plug it in. Um, I need to update it. I you think. need to bring the slide whistle. We need the slide whistle. <laughs> we really don't. I prefer the slide whistle. Um, shaky egg. Sh- what? Have a shaky egg you can have? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, don't play it now. Are you going to play it now? Play what? The shaky egg. I don't have it with me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you went on the laptop. I'd just carry a shaky egg with me. You'd know. You'd hear it. <laughs> <laughs> just walk in my pocket <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening leave us a review but only if it's nice follow us on Spotify you will be kept up to date on all our latest and greatest episodes we are Banlang's podcast everywhere on social media I've been Fanula. I've been Breed we will see you next week bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 